welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health and transformational life coach, and I'm passionate about creating a vibrant life. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 33, Emotional Health in Children. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. It's great to reconnect with you today. I just got back from an amazing week at Sanaviv, and I'm so excited to tell you all about it. It's a wonderful healing place that is so transformational. So many lessons I learned and, and of course, tools and tips and um, just able to step into some detox and rejuvenation and being in such, I think, probably the most healing place on the planet. Well, it's in my heart and in my mind, but last podcast, I told you I was going to talk to you about children's emotional health, and that's also so important. So I'm going to do that today, and then next week, talk to you all about Sanaviv and why I love it, and what's, what are some things you could do, even at your home, to create that environment. Okay, so today is about emotional health for children, and honestly, Emotional health is one of the elements at Sanaviv, in addition to physical health, but mental and spiritual. And it's, of course, everything that we teach in Vibrant Living, your body, heart, mind, and spirit. Our hearts are, you know, where we feel our emotions, where we often store our emotions. But the things I'm going to share with you today are specifically um, geared towards children, but honestly, they're universal. You can use them for yourself as well, but hopefully tools that maybe you can help with your children or grandchildren. I remember when my little daughter, she was probably six or seven, Gabby came out to me once right in the kitchen and she said, mom, I just feel like crying for no reason. And I don't know why. And she was emotional. And then she asked me the question, do moms ever feel like crying for no reason? I want to ask you moms out there, do you ever feel like crying for no reason? Well, I think we can all probably nod our head and say, yeah, underneath there probably is some reasons, but sometimes we just have the tears come or the emotion needs to be let out and we can cry. Well, right then I said, yes, Gabby, we moms do cry and need to cry. And sometimes we cry for no reason, but, and and, you know, the importance of feeling our emotion and it's okay to cry. Honestly, crying is a really good cleansing activity to release emotions. But as I was talking to her, I often um, would implement this technique, the EFT, emotional freedom technique. So if you don't know what that is, you can always Google it or go to YouTube and they can give you instructions on it because I don't have a video for you to watch me, but it's tapping where you literally are tapping on different parts of like your head um, and it, it coincides with your meridians. And so it opens up space. And so as I was talking to her, you know, and I'd done this before, I'm like, let's do some, like, let her feel the emotion here. Then let's also do some tapping. And, um, and it's really at the top of, with just with your fingertips, the top of your head, the side of your eyes by your temples, underneath your, um, underneath your eyes, on your cheekbones, underneath your nose, underneath your lower lip, underneath, well, right on your collarbone and right underneath your armpits. 
on your rib section and you tap, 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 and then kind of karate chop on the, the outsides of your hands. And you just, you tap in those in that like pattern. And as you're doing this, you can say words like, I release all my frustration or sadness or anger. And you can just say the words that I release them and you're tapping, 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 and it's opening that up. And then you can replace it. And I replace it with happiness and, and gladness and joy and fun and all the, all the things you want to replace it with. Okay. So that's anyway, when I started doing that with Gabby, she thinks it's funny or she thought it was funny and would start giggling. And all of a sudden we are in giggle mode and all of a sudden those tears and what happened is kind of washed away. Um, so tapping is a really great tool. Um, there's a book that I have called tap for joy and, and teaching children how to do this either themselves or you practicing it with them is really a powerful tool. And like I said, it, it coincides with the different parts um, of the, well, your meridians and your energy flow. So it kind of really opens up, releases things that might be stored and can fill things up um, with the positive. So another thing that, in fact, right when we were in the kitchen doing this, and I think I told her to do that, let's jump up, like jump for joy, jump for joy, <laughs> jump for joy, and just literally jumping up, moving your body and even saying words. And usually any of these like little techniques, it, it turns to giggles after. But really moving our body is another thing. Breathing. Now I have a little daughter, Lexi, that sometimes gets a little anxious about things. And I, one of our mindfulness activities is to slow down and breathe. Okay. And the power of breath. There's di many different breathing techniques, but even at like um, one that I've been taught that I think is so powerful and it's two quick breaths in like <laughs> that's through my nose. <laughs> Breathe in quickly through your nose like two times and then breathe out through your mouth. Breathe in, breathe out. Okay, breathe in twice through your nose and breathe out. And that's a really calming breath. And what it does, you know, even when you're crying, that's often the pattern that we have when we're crying, like, like here's my breathe in, you know, and then breathe out. But breathing in, a couple quick and breathe out that actually puts us back into that parasympathetic nervous system. So it calms us down and we can um, calm down. So any different breathing techniques or mindfulness are great tools. Another tool that I've used many times, especially as my one daughter was younger, daughter Bella, um, and that is drawing. Okay. I'm going to teach you this technique just really quickly. And it's you get a piece of paper and you draw a big heart okay, on it. Actually get several papers and you're going to draw, you know, a couple big, like on each paper, one big heart and then another one with a big heart. So then as you're talking to your child, just like what's going on is sometimes you might not have the verbal um, ability or, or be in the space that they can talk about it, but they can color. And we just, what we do is just bring a whole bunch of crayons out all the different colors and let them choose. How are you feeling like right now? What is going on inside? And, and they can choose a color and I want you to write and color out all of your emotions. I remember doing this with my daughter and she was just like get black or brown or just dark colors and, and scribble. And I'm feeling like this, you know, inside the heart. 
And then you might even ask questions like, what are some of the emotions you're feeling? I'm feeling sad or angry or confused or whatever. And you can even write that on the outside of the border of the heart, but let them color. Okay. It's important when we deal with emotion that we don't just completely dismiss it, but we let them fill it, you know, like step into the emotion for a minute. But then we have these releasing tools and some of those, the early ones that I was sharing, the releasing tools to be able to let them go and move to a better place. And so as you're, as they're coloring and letting those emotions out and feeling the emotions, they can just get it out on paper. And I tell you, just the, the, the crayon to the paper and the movement and you helping talk through and it doesn't even they don't even need to say anything, right? They could just do it with a college. Yeah, that's how I feel. And then after they've done it, you've got this heart with all the colors and maybe words around the outside. Then you can just like, um, so I'd say, we're going to take this. This is a lot of emotion. And I'm so glad that you got that out of your heart and take a couple deep breaths. And you can switch it right there. Or one thing that I like to do is like, let's put that, let's put that heart like in a cloud. We're going to let that, and let, we're going to let it float up. And maybe we can go ahead and give it up, up into the sky or, or we can even give it to Jesus or heavenly father, whatever you feel comfortable or your child to do. But that's something that I've done with my girls. We're going to give it to them because you don't have to even hold it anymore. Make it a take that and take a deep breath. And I feel it light now. And really the, it shifts, even me talking to you, like I can feel the lightness of letting that go and let them see that we don't have to carry that anymore. It doesn't have to be inside of our hearts, inside of our bodies. And then you get out the, the next paper with a big heart on it. Now, now we can bring, you know, even Jesus can bring back that light and, and it can fill you with happiness and joy and fun and and maybe say some words, but then get them the colors. And now, now, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling better. Let's color your heart now. And I remember when I did this with my daughter and she did the, definitely the dark scribbly, you know, heart at first. And then as we worked through the process, then her heart, when her heart was feeling better, so that now let's color your heart. How does it feel now? I remember her just getting like these beautiful colors, pinks and blues and purples. And then she like scalloped the heart on the outside. And so she made it like this really pretty heart. And then I would ask, so now tell me the emotions that you're feeling. I feel so much more calm. I feel happy. I feel safe. I feel all those things, you know, and you can even write those on the outside and just let, let them, it's just like a little activity, but let them breathe through that. But it's really important for children to be able to process the emotion, know what to do with it. And even if you can teach them and guide them through this place that we can give it to, if you want to give it to the savior that you can, we can actually clear that and he can carry all those emotions that are, you know, inside the heart. And I can fill it back up with all the happy things and light. So that's one one process that I have used. Now, I wanna share with you some, just some fun ways to boost emotional health in general with our children. And, you know, I have, well, three daughters at home. My youngest, Lexi, is, we are trying to teach her many things, but one is like really how to identify emotions and how you feel. And we've even 
along with her therapist have helped to have these little cards that show different emotions. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm angry. You know, I'm, I'm excited. And it shows the different expressions. And sometimes we just like, Lexi, how are you feeling? And she can identify her feelings and say it to us. And I know that's simple, but given her background and where she's come from and where she is like, that's, that's a good thing. And it's, it's, and it's progress. And it's really important for us to help her identify those emotions and know how to then um, deal with them. Right. Okay. So here's some fun ways to boost emotional health with children. One is board games, just sitting down and playing board games. I know when Lexi was preparing for kindergarten, which she's in now, one of the kindergarten teachers said for preparation, one of the best things you can do is play games with your kids, like board games. It, it, it helps with cooperation. It is teaching and modeling social skills. And plus just family time, connected time is important. And it's so easy to get distracted and everybody into their electronics and go into their separate spaces and rooms. And really it's about coming together. And I know I personally just want to incorporate this more and more in my family life, but coming together and creating those connections. Another way is for dancing, movement, move, physical movement, decreases depression. It just does. There's, there's studies that say so many steps, like 6,000 steps a day really significantly will um, decrease depression and reduce it. And it's kind of like this preventative thing. Um, so, but dancing, I love dancing and putting on music and just with, you know, fun things with the kids, even in just in your kitchen. Another way is art. Like I mentioned, I gave that example about the heart, but any sort of art outlet, that's a healthy outlet for emotion. Like my daughter, Paula, right now does a pottery class and she does so many other things, including her ballroom team and her schoolwork and, and piano and things. But she said, mom, pottery is like my favorite all week because it's like my downtime. I get a, I get a work the clay. She does the wheel and it's, it really helps with her emotional health. I don't know if she really realizes that that, but she just said, it, is, it just fills me up and it's like this downtime for me and it just fills my cup. So any sort of art is a really positive thing. Another activity is simply reading for emotional health because as we read and learn about other people, we develop empathy, you know, and awareness. So having, you know, reading to your kids or letting them find books that they, you know, get into and read and get into the characters. And that's a really powerful thing. Another activity is, um, this is great for mindfulness is like knitting or crocheting. And, and I promise you kids love it. <laughs> I used to crochet because my mom didn't taught me and I used to make all sorts of things. So when I taught it to my daughter's First, we taught it just with the strings. You can, even without the hook, you can crochet with your fingers, but then you get the hook and then you can do the, like the simple chain. And then there are so many different patterns. So my daughter, Gabby discovered crocheting. Well, I taught her a couple of years ago, but this year she really has discovered it with all the patterns she had. She saw a friend making some cute little toy, crochet toy, and she has totally gotten into it. So even for our birthday, I get her yarn and all these patterns. She's made probably two dozen different stuffed animals made out of crocheting, but it's, it takes time and it, but it is so good for mindfulness. It's like doing something with your hands and creating and just, it's 
It's a fun tool. And there's so many cute, cute, cute patterns out there for kids right now. It's really quite popular. Another activity for great for kids is cooking. It's just getting in the kitchen and creating something because it helps with their focus too and kind of cause and effect. We do this and this happens. And one thing that we've done in our family that I have loved is HelloFresh, like a, like a, a company that sends you all the ingredients and the, the instructions. And I know there's several, but we've done HelloFresh. We've, we've slowed it down. So it's not coming every week because it kind of got a little bit overwhelming. Um, but it comes and my daughters love to follow the instructions and cook this meal. And honestly, they're really delicious, but they're colorful. And it teaches them skills and tools how to chop and how to, you know, steam something or saute something and just step by step until at the end, it's like this beautiful dish and it shows how to the presentation and it's, it's really tasty. So another activity um, is to simply sing or play an instrument. This is really good for anyone's emotional health. <laughs> I know I love to play the piano and I, I realize I have not been playing very much lately at all. And I need to, because I'm usually on my daughters a lot to get them practicing because they both play. But um, I, I was at Sanavi this last week, like I mentioned, and there's this beautiful white grand piano in this gorgeous spot overlooking the ocean. And I sat down and they had this book with different classical pieces. And I was able to play like um, Pachelbel Canon, I believe it's called. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. And I made cup. Yeah, I just, so I could play some more. And um, playing music is really soothing to the soul, to the heart. It also releases these good feeling endorphins. And so for your children, playing some music is, is wonderful. And related to the sauna, not just for children, for adults, um, we, we, one woman, now the sauna is a medical institute. So most of the people there are there for treatments like cancer or Lyme's disease or a no, number of other things. I was there for a detox program. But one gal was going around just do people want to come? Do you want to come and gather around the piano? So one evening, several of us gathered around the piano and just sang. And I thought, oh, wow, how healing and beautiful is this for everyone? And I knew the women that were gathering and they were going through some really hard things. But to have a community, just even if four or five or six people around the piano singing together, that was so healing. And then we sang amazing grace because everyone came from different backgrounds but we everyone knew amazing grace and so we sang that and it was so touching and then there was this young Amish gentleman there that was probably in his late 20s and he said could we sing praise God to amazing grace so the sound uh, you know the song amazing grace instead of those words we sang praise God praise God praise God praise God so and I had never done that, but sat, sat, standing around with all these people that were praising God. Okay, I'm going to get emotional because um, this man's wife was struggling with cancer and he was there with her supporting and with their baby too. They had a young child they were able to bring. But all these people that were struggling with their health, standing around this white piano overlooking the ocean, praising God was so touching to me. Honestly, the rest of the week as I would be walking outside, that was kind of playing in my head. 
every day. It's just like looking for the good in every situation, in every place and praising God. And so if, you, if you've never done that or saying that with amazing grace, I, I invite you to do it. It's really, it's really special. Another activity is like just what I mentioned, getting out in nature, nature walks that totally reduces stress. And that's one of the activities I encourage Asana because they have this beautiful walkway around this grass. You can even walk barefoot and you can go out on your grass and walk barefoot. That's so grounding or just go on a nature hike. Look at all of the sacred geometry <laughs> in so many of the creations of God. It's everywhere, but it, it reduces the stress and just getting out in nature. And the last thing I want to share is puzzles doing puzzles um, that helps with problem solving and focus. And yeah, <laughs> my one daughter, Gabby loves puzzles. She, as I'm reading this, I'm like, gosh, she's done a lot of them. A lot of my kids have, but puzzles, even when she was little, she, we got her from China. And when, even before she really got her language, um, she started learning puzzles and it really actually helps your brain a lot and the connection and, and the problem solving skills. But but it's soothing. And speaking back of Sanavi, in their little in their lobby, they have a table, and always, 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 there's a big puzzle. So in the lobby, people sit there and wait for their appointments for the doctors or therapists to come get them. But usually, people are gathered around this like coffee table and putting the puzzle pieces together, and it's very soothing. Um, so that's another activity. So I hope these tips are helpful for some emotional health for your children, grandchildren, and for yourself. So thank you for tuning in everyone. And I can't wait to share more with you next week about Sanavid and some incredible tools and practices that you can put into your life. Okay. Love you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.